It's time. We are back with the Cold Star Project, looking into adventures in scaling fast and all the horrible tiger spike traps that you can fall into as a tech founder as you attempt to scale and trip over your own shoelaces. So we're talking with Lior Ohayan, and he is the founder of Scope Leads. Lior, thanks for being here. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Tell us in a minute about your business. What does it do? Um, so Scope Leads specifically is a SaaS company, mm -hmm. uh, software product, and it automates your prospecting when it comes to digital marketing. So if you sell SEO, web design, PPC, you'll be able to find leads that actually need what you sell. So the software will go out, find local leads, detect that they need it, and then it'll send an automated um, personalized email to the whole list with follow-ups and things like that. So prospecting automated. Okay. Nobody wakes up in the morning and goes, I'm going to build an automated prospecting SaaS. So how did you get here? Who was telling you, Hey, this is a problem. And what kinds of things were they saying to you? Um, I actually was doing digital marketing. So I had a small agency myself and this classic story, you know, I saw the problems. I realized okay, most of my time is getting clients prospecting. And if there was a way to just automate this, if there was a way to make, you know, I would sit there every Sunday for like three, four hours, just making lists and sheets so that I would have something people to reach out to for the rest of the week. Mm. And then, you know, now the software can do it in like half a second. So that's nice. how it was born. Okay. So, you yourself had this experience where a lot of your time was tied up in creating prospecting lists? Yeah, exactly. And the prospecting itself. Okay. And then other founders you discovered had the same problem. Other, like my clients had the same problem. So I would, I would also sell courses and coaching to people, to other digital marketing agency owners. And it was the same issue. Everyone is just, spending too much time on prospecting or they're too lazy to do prospecting. <laughs> and when they realize, Oh, like I don't have any more clients, then they start to go into that famine mode where they have to go and find and find. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that feast and famine cycle that you've seen as an agency owner. Yeah. I mean, basically you get that one, one or two clients, you had a great week or month and you start servicing them and you know attrition happens naturally they'll leave you um or the, the the contract ends and then you're like wow i don't have any clients or i need to get more or my revenue every month just dropped that's famine when you mm -hmm. get to that point right before you were feasting you thought you were on top of the world but the only way to overcome that is to continuously prospect even when after you landed those those client or two you got to keep prospecting to keep your pipeline full or else when it comes time to, you know, finish that contract or if a client leaves you, you always have people to replace them. Yeah. Years ago on my blog at salestactics.org, I wrote an article about how much time should you spend prospecting? And yeah, even if you're an established business, you still need to be spending a ton of time prospecting. If you're new, it should be 70% or more not cleaning the company bathroom or rearranging stuff on your desk or something like that. You need to be out there going and getting these clients, but 
then you run into this problem layer, like you say, prospecting is eating up all of your time. And how are you supposed to actually do any fulfillment work, right? Mm -hmm. So that is a problem, a big problem that your software solution fixes. What is wrong with other follow-up tools, other lead generation platforms out there? So there actually was or is a market for lead generation tools. I mean, the word lead generation can mean anything from like a pop-up on your website to, you know, email guessing software. But for actual local lead generation, there there is a few solutions out there, but it would just be anyone and everyone. So if you can go to Info USA right now, you can buy a list of 10,000 leads in your city or, you know, 10,000 plumbers and you'll be good to go with a hefty fee. But the problem was, for digital marketers at least, nothing existed that showed that they had a problem. So part of my you know, four hours every Sunday was going through every single website and seeing, do they actually need my marketing help? Mm. You know, Because if I'm gonna reach out to them, I'm gonna spend you know, 20 minutes making a video for them every day, or an audit or whatever, sending them a physical mail package, then I wanna make sure they need our help. So the software does that as well. Um, so that's one portion, and then there's also email follow-up tools out there that exist and are really good, but they don't have the lead finding part. So you have to actually go out there and source your own leads, which also takes a lot of time. So Scopus combines them both and as well as targets digital marketers. Okay. So you're making that whole number of steps and all in one solution. Exactly. Then, And that's good. How many times have you discovered that, I, mean, I don't even know if this is a problem. You're going to tell me, <laughs> right? But uh, the, the, a, a person, a founder will come to you and say, hey, I have this beginning part of this problem. And you will respond with a, yeah, but did you know about the next three steps? And they will have had no idea that those things needed to be done as well. I think people don't realize how much time it takes to do prospecting. Like mm-hmm. they'll they'll either do a lot of prospecting, not realize they have to get on the phone now for like an hour with each person, or they're like ready to get on the phone, but they don't realize how much effort they have to put into getting people to actually get on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where you came in and said, you know, 70% of your time, I would say even 80, mm-hmm. but. Me too, but I needed to dial it back to a number <laughs> that maybe they could believe or tolerate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think it's, yeah, even higher. Okay what are some pitfalls that people who would be considering software like yours could make and buy the wrong thing? Um, a lot of, a lot of the time we notice that people assume the software or any tool is the be all end all, right? So it is all in one, but it doesn't guarantee you a client doesn't guarantee you a response. That's like buying a G suite subscription and saying, I didn't get any responses from my emails, mm. right? It's just a tool in the end of the day. So the pitfall is coming to a tool, a cold email tool and not knowing how to cold email or not being open to cold emailing, thinking it's a, uh, you know, a client generating machine. You still have to take the time. We have training. You still have to take the time to learn. You still have to take the time to understand what it is. So be wary of like sales pages that sell it all. Um, and really see if like this is something that's going to help you. So you're not just going to get the car and instantly know how to drive it? 
Really? Yeah, I mean, that's actually a good metaphor. I mean, yeah. wouldn't buy a car if you didn't know how to drive. Hmm. I'm thinking of all those Ferrari owners who crashed their car the first day they get it. <laughs> what does your your tool do, Scope Leads? What does it do when it's collecting those leads that gets you a better pool of candidates in there? So it's it's that filtering, right? That algorithm. So if we have, I think it's like eight or more searches by now. So if you sell web design, for example, you're going to use the web design search or the mobile lacking search. And we'll, you'll be able to see who has a mobile responsive site or not. If you had to manually do that and go to every page, every website, you know, open it in your phone or, or whatnot. And all that stuff is time consuming. So the algorithm will go out and find you that stuff those prospects that you need and that's what makes the pool much better. So really we have like a hundred leads to show you, but we only show you 50 because those are the really hot ones. Okay. Now I've been around a long time and I remember back in like 2013, there was software that will look for mobile or not mobile optimized sites, right? And give you that. What has changed between then and now that makes your product better than what there was? Um, I don't know which ones you're referring to, but the, the number one thing I see with internet marketing at world is people will launch a product like that. I'm sure the sales page is still up somewhere and I'm sure it was a lifetime fee, right? So they're not supported. Meaning if anything changes in the industry or the technology or anything, the person has already moved on to their third, fourth, fifth product launch and doesn't really support the main product. So after we launched scope leads, we made it actually a monthly subscription to ensure that this is the only thing we're focusing on. It's the only thing we're supporting. The only thing we're updating, uh, you know, full-time staff all the time on it. And that's what I think makes us much different than a lot of these small tools you see that, that does one prospecting or something like that. Okay. Tell us about the monthly updates, right? That, that subscribers are essentially investing in. Yeah. So we've had this core group since uh, June of 2016 of beta testers. And now it's just all the users and it's really active. And most of our ideas come from there. So, you know, there'll be people, there'll be some users that, that love the platform getting results, but they want to see a certain type of report in there or they want to be able to do something like unsubscribe. Um, so all these new features we're actually getting from our users and we add them literally every week. How has that been as you've scaled the, the support function of your business, right? The help desk, the support desk, the feedback loop from customers. What kinds of things have happened? There's one thing I'm sure you're aware of called feature creep, mm -hmm. which means you essentially keep making features that people don't need or like, a small portion need. It sounds amazing. doesn't really help. I think we are good at seeing what's feature creep and what's actually going to bring value. So making sure we're not just building features, you know, for every user that requests it prioritizing. Um, but the support has been manageable. I mean, we have a lot of, we have a lot of, or I personally have spoken to a lot of founders of SAS and supporters like, biggest thing for them and they try to get under like 24 hours response time and they go through all these metrics and meanwhile we have 
you know, and they say, you know, email support is fine. We need to do all this stuff. And we have intercom chat and our like average response time is under 30 seconds. Hmm. So it's been really important to us. So people, especially in the less internet marketing sphere, people want to know they're not buying like some scammy product when they get a really fast response, um, within business hours, they're really impressed. And I think that really helps, um, with, you know, like a concierge type of service as opposed to just buying a product and, trying to learn it yourself sure what kind of uh, like you just talked about okay yeah three people asked for the feature but the other you know zillion don't really they're not clamoring for it what kind of a criteria of evaluation do you use to separate the well somebody asked for it but it, we're not actually going to do it you know and and potentially annoy <laughs> that that customer who's asked right yeah so there's a few things one is like our core values so for forever people have been asking can we upload our own leads can we use it as an autoresponder and our answer was always no we're not an autoresponder right they wanted to fire their mailchimp fire their aweber and they wanted to use scope leads as an as, an, as their autoresponder and so in order to stick to the core values of, you know, we're a lead generation tool. We had to keep saying no, keep saying no, keep saying no. And eventually we allowed it, but we had to limit it to like a thousand leads. And then we had to do our own checks on the leads. So we actually were still providing value by finding those email addresses, um, finding what's wrong with their website and things like that. So that's like a values thing. Another thing is seeing if it's going to be like a feature creep or if it actually is, going to help the core products. So, <clears throat> well, what's better, you know, spending a month improving the quality of our emails and leads or spending a month building out another feature, which, you know, makes everything sell better and sound cool, but it doesn't actually help the core. Right. So that's sort of how we have to like balance our time, uh, making the a core product better or like adding more features, but okay. we do have do a product list. Known as? Sorry. Who do we want to be known as? Exactly. Like I see it all the time. People, like these companies get big and big and big and they keep adding features. And then there's smaller companies who have never added a feature, but they're so good at that one core thing. Mm -hmm. You know, they're a small little tool and they've been charging monthly for it because they provide value. Awesome. What kind of people, uh, what kind of things do people say who have been using another product? that's kind of similar to yours, but then moved over to yours. What have they said to you as like, in terms of like, gee, we weren't getting X from that other thing, or we're looking for a Y or something maybe completely different. I think, I think the majority of it is the fact that there was no email uh, sending those tools or no email follow-up. So that's where we spent a lot of our time building follow-up um, or it's just a tool um, or a service that provided leads or emails of leads, but they didn't actually check if they needed help. So for a while we were thinking, you know, why don't we just take out all the filters and just provide all the leads to everyone. And then we can say that we're a B2B, <clears throat> you know, app and anyone can use us, you know, pre pre CRM sort of uh, top of pipeline mm -hmm. lead gen. And then, I realized that we're just going to be competing with Salesforce and all these other companies. It's not going to make us niche. If we stick to digital marketers, it's still big enough of a market. Um, you know, and we did like unlock 
no filters, but we don't promote it. We don't advertise it. Everyone's still using no filters. Okay. Yeah. Because that's where your distinctiveness is. Exactly. If you get rid of that, then you lose it. All right, man. How can people find out more about you, connect to you, find out about the product? For sure. Um, I blog over at scoperush.com and the tool we've been speaking about, you can see on the wall, is scopeleads.com. Awesome. Well, thanks, Lior. I appreciate you being here today and sharing a little bit about what you've heard from the market and as well as your own experience as you scale. Thanks, man. It's good to be here.